So I got a little weepy this week because uh, took- well, the Cubs lost like nine in a row. Yeah, right? they're dead to me. I have stopped watching them. Um, but I took uh, my youngest son Sean yeah. to college, yeah. and you know, in fact, I was I was weepy the whole oh, week beforehand. Probably, yeah, right. When it right. was like, this is the last time he's going to be <laughs> eating his favorite macaroni and cheese. Right. My, right. Yeah, my most pathetic moment when I was in uh, Mariano's and I went to get the yogurt that he always eats, right. and I realized I don't need to get this right. anymore because he lived right. around. I I, <laughs> I, uh, I had the moment actually. I, well. Go on, but I'll tell you my Lila moment. So anyway, then I take him to school. Uh, and Bridget and I, he's going to Northern Illinois University. And we took him to drop him off. And, and there were some things that he needed. So we went to Target. And I bet you were the only family with college. Oh Everybody was at Target. It was hilarious. It yeah. were, Target was, it was like the biggest day of the year for Target <laughs> in DeKalb. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we got him some stuff and we were about to go back and bring him up to the room. And he, he looked at us and goes, I can carry these myself. See you guys later. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> uh, my experience, a little different. Really? Yeah. Um, we same thing. We take Lila down and, uh, the, my weepy moment. Well, actually I had several we- weepy moments, but one was looking at her toothbrush on the morning that yeah. the morning that we were going and we have, you know, a five toothbrush holder. Oh. And, I, and I'm thinking, oh. And, and, and I've been seeing that empty fucking hole for, you know, a week now. Um, so we, you know, we do the we do the whole thing. We go to Target. I think we went to Target like three times. And she got a little upset. I mean, she was, you know, I'm, I'm sad. She yeah. you know, she did the whole, I love you guys. You're the best dad I've done. Yeah, the world, I, did, I got none of that. Right. And then, and I was getting real emotional. And the twins were getting kind of emotional. And then... We get into the car and she says something to me very snippy and yeah. very almost hateful. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's all right, go. See you later. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, listen, we got a show to do. Minutia Men is up next. But first, listen to this other fine Opi show. I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. Check out the Ant Friends two hour primetime 100th episode special. Woo! Featuring a t shirt gun shooting out a shirt with our famous catchphrase, Oopsie Daisy. I feel like I got the short end of that stick. Do you want to do it? Do you want to read the, the can... Ant Friends two hour primetime 100th episode special? All right. Listen to Ant Friends on Apple Podcasts, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search. Radio Misfits. Uh, that's it? Yeah. Thanks. Okay, we can sign out now. <laughs> the following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So you okay? Yeah, actually, I remembered what the hateful thing during the jingle. I remember what the hateful thing is. That she, so she um, needed her ID. Yeah. So we had to go to the... Uh, yeah, we had to do that too. <laughs> right. She only had four months to go get her ID, right? We had to do that too. And the line was enormous. Oh, God. So, uh, so we had to get her ID. And then when she got the ID, I'm like, I got to take a picture of you with your ID. And I don't know if you know this about me. I guess I can be a little loud. What? <laughs> I know. So she looked at me, you're embarrassing me. And I'm like, all right, let's take it to the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's 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 too bad. But you know what? God might have stepped in at that moment just to make it a little bit well, easier. I think for it's you. nature's way. Yeah, nature's way to make make the breakups a little easy. But she's doing great. I'm getting texts from her. Um, she's making friends, and she'll be fine. And Sean yeah. will be fine. Sean texts me every day. I mean, the thing he's got roommates that are uh, not into sports, 
and I've got roommates that are not into sports. <laughs> My two other sons could care less about sports. My wife doesn't care about sports. So we still have to stay in touch with right. each other. So that's just well, how it is. And, you know, nowadays, you're, you're communi- communicating three or four times. I mean, I was only, when I went to Japan, <laughs> I was only right. able to call my mom once a day from the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the days when long distance was expensive. <laughs> right, right. And then I think, I believe that was the the profits for WPGU and Champagne yeah. were, were pretty much eaten up. Hey, you it. think he's kidding, but he really did go, called, to the, go to the radio station every day call my to, mommy. just to call mommy. Yeah. That's so nice. Right, right. All right. Do you have some minutiae yeah, to share with lot, everybody? We've got yeah. a lot going on today. Um, Rick, you're going to love this story. Okay. Okay. Um, if you don't have enough reasons to hate the University of Michigan, and let's be honest, there are a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, the researchers researchers from U of M in Ann Arbor evalu- evaluated more than 5,800 foods and ranked them based on their nutritional disease burden to humans. Okay. okay. Yeah. As well as their impact on the environment. Blah, blah, blah. I heard about this one. Um, so... Boy, you bet these guys would be great at a party. Oh, my God. So much fun. Yeah. You're going to eat that? <laughs> so, for and what they did is they calculated how much life entered or how much life you will either gain or lose by eating all these foods. Right. Okay. So, for for example. This is not going to end well for me, is it? Well, I died in 1997, <laughs> right? So, for instance, they found that eating a hot dog with a bun yeah. Would cost you thirty six minutes of healthy life every for everyone every hot dog right <laughs> okay that's um, not good you like a good corned beef sandwich yeah Rick? I do I love oh. corned beef well uh, get your get your affairs in order because a corned beef sandwich with tomato sauce and onion who eats a corned beef sandwich with tomato <laughs> sauce and onion that's on the list um, cost you seventy one minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's a that, that, that. well, luckily, I don't eat as many corned beef sandwiches as I eat hot dogs uh, and other foods like burgers and like an egg McMuffin. Uh. You might as well just pack it in. Even some soups can take minutes off the light. Now, on the other hand, there yeah. are good stuff like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich could add 33 minutes to your life. And I haven't eaten one since 1974. Okay. Um, and. Uh, an apple pie can add 1.3 minutes, and I think it probably right. depends upon. I also have not eaten one of those. So, um, But what I did is I took the liberty. The reason why I came early today, and you're like, why are you coming so early? Yeah, I went, and looking through my cabinets right. and so stuff. So what I did is I went through your cabinets and yeah. your um, your refrigerator, and I stole your identity. I was in the other. Okay, that's I got fine. your social security number. That's and fine. So I got some of the stuff that you have in your home, and I'm going to and I'm gonna ask you to to see how well you're going to be doing. Okay. This, okay. All right. Um, first of all, you have three pounds of salami in your in your. <laughs> you <know>, so. <laughs> uh, in fact, you have so much salami that the deli had to separate it into two of the pouches. Yeah. You know, when I ask for it at the deli counter, they look at me like, "What?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I've uh, got three sons. Okay. One. No, sl- I've only got two. Oh <laughs> A slice of salami. One slice yeah. of salami. And by the way, you've got three less slices. That you started this morning, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, All right. So one slice of salami will cost you how many minutes? Oh, yeah, this is going to be bad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd say a minute. Five minutes. Oh, my gosh. So what do you put in a salami sandwich? Are you like a six or seven slicer? Yeah. So that's a... Yeah. That's a... 
That's a episode. Wow, I, I may not make it through the <laughs> end of this podcast. Uh, you, <laughs> this I think is hilarious. You have three unopened 32 ounce jars of wild herring and wine sauce. That is 96 <laughs> ounces of herring. It's pickled herring. It's okay. pickled herring. So uh, what do you think that's going to do? Well, that's probably going to add to my life. It will. It the, will. It is. Uh, uh, did, I, I didn't check. Is it salted herring or is it just regular? Yeah, it's herring? salted. All right, well, I'm, I'm estimating here. Uh, for every ounce, you uh, an ounce of herring yeah. will add one minute and 10 seconds. Wow. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, Bratwurst. You have have perhaps the biggest package of bratwursts I've ever seen. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, I I, I believe, ballparks. Yeah. You're a vendor for the ballparks. I'm German. What do you want from me? Um, The Costco family pack of bratwursts. What do you think a bratwurst is going to do for you? That's going to add lots of time to my life. Uh, No, you're going to lose uh, 60, well, it says 67 seconds. That That would be one minute and seven seconds. For each bratwurst. Mm-hmm. Which is actually interesting, because what is what was the hot dog? The hot dog was 36 minutes. Oh, so. So, you know, that's not bad. If you think about it, a bratwurst is, is probably more pure than yeah. a hot dog. Yeah. God only knows what's in the hot dog. Yeah. Right. But okay. a bratwurst, I mean, as someone who makes his own sausage, I can tell you the bratwurst, they're usually made out of veal, you know, nice slaughtered baby calf. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't moved since right. they were yeah, exactly. you know, in, in milk fed. Uh, got one more here. You've okay. got um, you've got the 36 uh, pop tart. It's 36 piece pop tart, cherry pop tart. Yeah. Um, a box there. Okay. What do you think each? Now you're going the health route because it's not frosted. Right. Uh, one cherry pop tart. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to take about six minutes off my line. Uh, two minutes. Okay. So, all right. Well, listen, while you've been talking there, I've done some math here. Um, I think, all right, just this is just the number of hot dogs I've eaten at uh, the ballpark. All right. So, I, the in other, your life. Yeah. Since 1998, I've been a season ticket holder for the Cubs. I've gone to about 250 games. Okay. Uh, before that, I went to at least a game a year for 18 years. So, let's just generally say another 40 games. Mm-hmm. All right. So, that's. 290 and then before we moved to germany i probably went to another 10 mm-hmm. so 300 say 300 games of all the games that i've gone to the games that i have not eaten a hot dog are zero okay <laughs> i eat a hot dog at you're, every single game so you're 301 <laughs> or 300 and oh basically i am so uh if my math is correct and you feel free to check me out on this um, it's taken 10,800 minutes off my life Okay, just on the hot dogs that I've eaten at Wrigley Field. So divide that by 60. Do you have a- uh, I, if, I, if my math is correct, I believe this is seven and a half days of, of my life, from which it, right. be just from eating hot dogs at Wrigley Field. Which, and you know, those last seven and a half days, that's Are, not quality time. Right, right. Well, and then think about all the time that you wasted watching unbelievably bad baseball too <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it's taking more time away from my ticker you know what i mean well and here's something that i don't understand like for the peanut butter and jelly sandwich what did i say the peanut butter and jelly sandwich adds it, yeah adds like 33 minutes well so if it's, is, these guys are full of crap <laughs> right, right so 
if it takes me two minutes to eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich, if I just eat peanut butter jelly, I will live forever. Well, what if you eat a peanut butter and jelly and salami yeah. sandwich? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, you yeah. know what? They're full of crap. Yeah, that's why I hate the universe. Please disregard everything we've just said. I've got a story for you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has kind of been making the rounds this week, and you've probably seen it. Spencer Eldon may be the, the most famous naked baby the world has ever seen. A photo of him as an infant submerged in water and seemingly chasing a dollar bill dangling from a oh, fish hook yeah, yeah. became the cover of Nirvana's 1991 release, Nevermind, considered one of the greatest rock albums of all time. Now, haven't mm-hmm. you always kind of wondered how that kid felt about having his naked picture, you know, even a, even though it's a baby picture, you know, it's a dangling ping. You know what? <laughs> and I bet... His family probably didn't get paid shit for it either. Right? 250 bucks. <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyways, three decades later, Eldon is now claiming the album cover is child pornography, oh, okay. and he's suing. Right. He's 30 years old. Uh, he su- he's filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles federal court against a host of defendants tied to the album, alleging it's sexual exploitation that hurt him emotionally and physically for the rest of his life. Yeah. The defendants are Nirvana LLC, Several of its members, the estate of Kurt Cobain, the designer, the photographer, you know, all of these people. And um, my first take on this is this is BS. Shut shut up. Shut up. Right. You you know, you've got a claim to fame for the rest of your life. And and if I remember correctly, I've seen him on like Twitter recreating that like 15 years or whatever. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I mean, come on. But I am watching this case closely and uh i just want to say this to my mom i hope you have an attorney <laughs> because those naked baby in the bathtub pictures from right. 1963 are going to cost you a pretty penny yeah. we're going to sue you into the middle ages uh, just be ready yeah. that's all i have to say yeah. Yeah. um do you have any uh, reviews of our show that you'd like to share with the uh, the uh yeah i actually do um this comes from irena soltoiv Okay. Uh, need news you can use to become a better person? Question mark. Don't listen to the show. <laughs> what? What about the peanut butter? <laughs> need to laugh and be entertained for 40 minutes? Subscribe. They get big name celebrities and their interviews are hilarious. And if you have a review, please go wherever you enjoy your podcast. Yes. You slam a review. We love it. It helps that we enjoy reading about ourselves. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, and it helps whatever it helps search engine optimization i don't know the fancy schmancy uh, if you like us it will yeah, help us right. don't and you want to help us look at how nice we are we're nice guys and subscribe and tell your friends and uh, we are available pretty much wherever yes we are yeah. wherever podcasts can be found all right it's time for another feature on the show time now for studio walls and the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls so, Dave, I think I'm going to ruin our nice guy image here uh, because today is the anniversary of the death of Michael Farday. Michael Farday. Uh, yes, who died uh, this week in 1867. Michael is the inventor of the helium balloon. Oh, okay. And when I was a writer for the uh, Northwest Indiana Times, I was a, a columnist. I had a column called father knows nothing and one of the articles i wrote in fact the article i wrote that got the most hate mail (laughs) is the one i'm going to share with you right now and it's about balloons because i i hate balloons all right i'm just gonna go through it real quickly all right this 
Yeah, I'm telling you, I got at least 10 or 15 hate mails on this. Um, so I think it was last show or two shows ago, the hills that you choose to die on. This is one of them. <laughs> this is a perfect example of it. All right. Who doesn't love balloons? They're colorful and festive. They make children smile. They're bouncy and happy. Hating balloons is the approximate equivalent of hating sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. And yet, I really, really hate balloons. I haven't always felt this way. I wasn't raised in a balloon bigoted home. I even used to play with balloons when I was a kid. I'm not blind to the balloon's considerable charms. But now that I have three boys in my house, balloons represent something else entirely to me. When I see a balloon now, I see loud, (laughs) loud. I see boys smashing them back and forth at each other, playing with the balloon. Bam, bam, bam. I see furniture crashing as one of them dies for the balloon. I see a dog barking as she chases them back and forth, back and forth, barking, barking, barking. I see boys fighting over which balloon is theirs. Mine, mine, mine. I see balloons hitting sharp corners or dog's teeth and pop, popping, loud popping noises. I see children crying after their balloons are popped. I never realized this before I had kids, but it's literally impossible to play with balloons without making an infernal racket they look cute and wholesome and colorful but they are loud i fully understand that admitting this publicly makes me some kind of an ogre because every time i privately express my opinions people look at me like what you know you don't like balloons that's listen don't ask mr kemper to blow up your balloon honey he's not one of us <laughs> that's what people will say and that's what people did say when i wrote that article <laughs> and i really they were like what are you, a communist? How do you? How can you hate balloons? Yeah, you know, I agree with you. I hate balloons too, um, and I hate the squeaky, yeah, the sound when the uh, the. Squeaky. What's the upside? Tell me the upside. Well, so when my kids were really little, <laughs> when was it in college? I said, you know what I'm going to do, honey, and I was talking to my wife. I'm going to be that parent that goes to birthday parties, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to twi- I'm going to make balloon animals. You know, right? No, that's true. You've had a a constant fascination with the balloon animals. So. For a little period of time when, I don't know, Lilo is like, I don't know, seven and the twins for four or whatever, I would, I you know, I was able to do the doggy, you yeah. know, and a sword, <laughs> right? And then, and then when I started to do... I call uh, this one a ball. <laughs> well, the, here's your lower intestine. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Here's exactly. your colon, you know. So I can do, yeah, I can do some body parts and a dog all right well get that floaty ball of loud out of my sight uh we have lots more show well give me a, like a one sentence uh, description of what your next uh story alabama, uh, alabama roommates okay uh mine is billy crystal is high <laughs> and we also have a celebrity story oh there's so much more right. we'll be back right after this quick lou what's your favorite car color I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, Blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what 
podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Um, I've never been to Alabama. Have you ever been to Alabama? I have. Um, yeah. Seems like a nice place. Right? It's really not. Okay. Well, I don't know. I saw the footage of the Trump rally this past weekend, <laughs> and they're very welcoming, unless, of course, you're a antibody or a vaccine, <laughs> yeah, for instance, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but this, come, this headline comes out of Alabama. An Alabama man thought he'd been shot by an intruder, but turns out it was his wife's boyfriend who was secretly <laughs> living in their house. Did you see this? No. <laughs> According to the Mobile County Sheriff's Office, or I guess I should say Mobile. Yeah. According to the Mobile County Sheriff's Office, a woman, name redacted, she's French, uh, told her husband that there was an intruder in their Criola home Sunday night. Unbelievably, he had a gun, a loaded gun next to him, right? So he goes, you know, you stay here. With the husband did or the or the or the, no, the boyfriend. husband. Yeah. She, she like wakes up the husband. The and only goes, one in Alabama that has a gun. Right. So now, 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 hold on, dear. I'm going to go down and yeah. I'll see what that var- if there's a varmint down there. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. I think that was. Yeah, little, that was a little racist. Uh, yeah. So he goes down the stairs. Yeah. Um, and where sure enough, he sees Michael Amaker in their kitchen. Yeah. Possibly eating some herring or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. And this is really weird. Michael Amaker also had a gun. What? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So they participated in a little gunplay. Okay. But I thought more guns meant less violence. So they shot each other and both had to go to the hospital. Okay. All right. Probably they couldn't get in because everybody was they had COVID there. Uh, but it turns out that Michael Amaker, the wife's boyfriend, for over a year... Had been living at the house unbeknownst to the husband. How is that yeah, possible? I don't, I don't know. Like in the basement? Uh, she had been allowing him to stay within the home. Um, and th- there was like a room in the back somewhere. And she would sneak him food. And, and, and this, this went <laughs> what? on. I, yeah, it went, went and then on. the husband would go to work and, sh- and she'd like, all right, Michael, come on out. It's time. <laughs> exactly. it's time to bump. Um, and sheriffs, uh, uh, the sheriff's office captain, Paul Birch, told... WKRG, there were many bottles of urine in the room, which indicated that he had been there for a long time. Um, so the sheriff's office really hadn't uncovered a motive for his wife telling her husband that Amaker was an intruder. I think we all know what the motive yeah, was. Yeah, I right? think so too. Uh, that yeah. Michael may be a little bit more appealing than re- named redacted. Um, now Amaker uh, is, is uh, in jail on charges of attempted murder possession of a firearm with an altered serial number and possession of a controlled substance. I didn't read it. Yeah. I'm thinking methamphetamines or <laughs> methamphetamines may be involved here. Now y'all can stay in this room here, Michael, but no use in the bathroom. Pee in this here jar. <laughs> right. And if you want to go number two, you just go in the yard. I'll tell my <laughs> husband it's the dog. Yeah. Uh, so I did actually, there are some other odd or some interesting laws that are on the books in Alabama. You want uh, I'd love to hear them. Yeah. Putting salt on a railroad track can be punishable by death. This is true. Why? Does that uh, like make the train go no, off the... I think I think the law originated because it would attract livestock. Ah. And then a train hits 
the livestock and people. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So they might want to go uh, back and change that one. Um, it's illegal to wear a fake mustache in church because it could cause laughter. Because the last thing you want in church is laughter. That's for sure. Right. Yes. Um, uh, bear wrestling, and this is actually probably keeps us from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we've, we've, we've wrestled yeah. bears. Bear wrestling matches are illegal. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got to stay out of Alabama. And Jews are not allowed in Jasper County. <laughs> is that for real? No. No. <laughs> That's an unwritten law. <laughs> well, I've got a story for you. This is about uh, Billy Crystal, oh. who's uh, you know famous celebrity. Yeah. Um, he he's gone through something that I've gone through, so I, you know it caught my eye. Uh, he he said his doctor recommended he get an MRI after he had experienced strange pain in his hip, yeah. uh, possibly from a workout. Now during an MRI, people lay in. Uh, uh, a narrow tube. Like a tube. Yeah. Well, you had one with your psychosomatic brain tumor, it, right? It wasn't psychosomatic. Okay. It was it was uh, like Bell's palsy or something. Okay. But yeah. Um, but yes, okay. I, I did. And I have, I'm claustrophobic. Okay. And going in that tube is the scariest thing ever. Because they tell you it's like 45 minutes, right? Which 45 minutes in a little tube, if you're claustrophobic, is yeah. a long time. And you can't do anything. You've got a little button you can press and that's it to get out. Um, so I brought headphones, and I was listening to music. They allow you to do that. I mean, that's I, yeah, that's buds, okay. I had buds. Um, and, but the problem was, I was tapping my toe to the music, oh, right? Okay. Um, and I, and I had gotten a groove because I thought, all right, I'll just listen to the, yeah. you know Sergeant Pepper or something. I'll be fine. Well, they 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 go in the uh, the mic, uh, microphone and they go, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, yeah, stop, you have to stop moving your foot. Yeah. And as soon as they said that, I completely freaked out. I, I went like another minute, and I couldn't tap my foot. And then I'm in this tube, and I freaked out. And I, I pushed the button, and they had to be taken out. And they had to do it in a different way. Well, so I'm not the only claustrophobic one. Billy Crystal mm-hmm. is also claustrophobic. But he decided to do something different other than the headphones. He went to a cannabis place. Oh, no. <laughs> He goes, uh, the guy at the cannabis place said, because there's a section for seniors, a two will make you feel good. So I said, I want to feel fabulous. Give me four. (laughs) So he explained that after he had changed into his hospital gown and the medical team put colored dye in his hip to help with clearer imaging for the MRI, he had four edibles. Okay. Four gummies, right? He didn't specify the dosage, but he had four of them. And about a half hour in, I got really hungry, Crystal recalled. So I squeezed the thing. And he goes, are you okay, Mr. Crystal? I said, yeah, yeah. Is there a Taco Bell around here? <laughs> the actor added that he did eventually get nachos at Taco Bell after he was done with his MRI. And he did accidentally walk out of the building with his gown oh, no. still on and his backside flipping out. But there's a tip there because he's claustrophobic. And yes, he did get the munchies, but he made it. See, I think... Well, you have to be very careful with what what species of gummies you because you could get pretty pair. You know. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> it uh, wouldn't help me. I don't think. So one of my neighbors, I did. Did I tell you the Doritos story? No. Um, so one of my neighbors, um, I don't know his name. I know his dog's name because now that you have a dog, you get to meet your neighbors. Yeah, it's well, kind of fun, isn't yeah, it? Right. You get to know the dogs' names, but you never right. really get to know the humans' names. Yeah. And what's uh, the dog's name? Can you uh, say? Um, Sure, it's uh, it's um, he's Russian. Uh, the the actually the 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 guy is from Russian descent. It's actually it's like it's it's not Chekhov. It's like Chekhovy, and I just call him Hechi. 
Okay. So okay. I, I, he right. calls him Chi, too. So I go, hey, how you doing? He's like, I didn't have a good night last night. I'm like, well, oh, what's wrong? And I'm like, okay, I don't really care, but I'm going to listen. You know, what's <laughs> wrong? He's uh, like, well, I went to a buddy's house, and I was... Um, I was hanging. I was alone. I was waiting for my buddy. I don't, I don't know what he was doing, why he was alone in the, the house. And I started eating Doritos. He had a like, bag. I was hungry, and I saw a bag of Doritos. Yeah. And there were, he was like, there were little bags of Doritos. Okay. Um, so I had one, then I had two, and then I had five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, I could. I mean, I'm like, all right. Well, I can see that. Yeah. He didn't see on the label. They were marijuana-infused Doritos. Oh, my God. He had three. Th- I didn't know there was such yeah. a thing. Yeah, I think you can get marijuana anything, right? Uh, yeah. In fact, possibly uh, uh, herring. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine <laughs> how great that would be? Rick now has 96 <laughs> bottle three out. Um, so he had 3,000 milligrams of marijuana. Oof. Um, which is like 300 times what... Wow. Right. And he said that he was, I mean, he said at one point that. Was he, he like hallucinating? Yeah, he said he could see the words coming, like he could see the words coming out of his mouth. Like, you know, I, I Schoolhouse Rock, you know, like I, I wonder if it was like the big groovy font, right? And so he calls the paramedics, Yeah, right? And the paramedics are laughing. They're like, so you're calling us because you took too much pot, <laughs> right? Basically, he's like, yeah. yeah, but you don't understand. It's whatever. And Do like, you know that we have a pandemic going on right, <laughs> right. now, sir? Right. And I, and he said, and the pandemic or the pandemic, the paramedics came and we're just like laughing at him. And they're yeah. like, dude, three hours, you're going to be fine. Five hours, you're going to be fine. Just sit on the couch, right. put on Nirvana's, you know, whatever yeah. with a naked kid on it. And um, and sure enough, he was fine. Didn't have a good night. But then his buddy comes over. He's like. That's like $130 worth of Doritos. They were like, oh, okay, like, right. It's 3000 I mean, it was... So, <laughs> so there you go. So watch it. Make sure you look at the labels when you're eating Doritos at somebody else's house. Yeah. Someone who, but, yeah. But yeah, I think you can get... All right. Well, these, this is something we should investigate for a future episode. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, I don't know if you've heard about this, but the 100th episode... Mm-hmm of and friends is uh, coming up this yeah. week a two-hour primetime special um the show has a hundred minutes of some of their best moments because mm-hmm. it's their hundredth episode i can could we come up with a one good minute from every episode i think we could i think we could um but in this episode uh tommy explores if he is masturbating correctly samuel makes homemade pudding from jello and kimmy's dad gets aroused at summer fairs yeah, so, so there's your tease. So what is Sam doing? Uh, Sam is making homemade pudding from, pudding from Jello. Is that a euphemism for masturbating? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tune in to find yeah. out. Hey, <laughs> we stop making homemade pudding in there. <laughs> All right, so it is time for another feature on our show. This is uh, one that we call a celebrity potpourri. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Can I say something? You are nailing the jingles today. Thank you. I mean, it's seamless. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So this is the part of the show where we uh, talk about uh, some of the celebrities that we've met over the years. And uh, we've been getting requests from people. Eric S. DMs me. Um, I know this is 
because Charlie Watts passed away. I know you are more of a Beatle guy than a Stones guy, but did you ever meet Charlie Watts? So bummed to hear about his death. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the topic number one on Twitter this week about mm-hmm. Charlie Watts, sure. who was one of the greatest drummers of all time. And yes, I did meet him once. I met him backstage at a uh, Stones concert in the early 90s when I was Stephen Gary's producer. Uh, Gary and I went up there to Alpine Valley and saw him, and we were backstage. And they had a snooker table or a a, uh, pool table Mm -hmm. there. And I believe Ron Wood was playing against uh, one of the other guys, one of the guys from the crew or whatever. Um, but uh, Charlie Watt was sitting in the room uh, reading a book. Yeah. Uh, he was just, you know, hmm. quietly sitting there reading a book. Didn't actually speak to him other than hello. Uh, but that's that's my memory of him. I can still see it in my head. Uh, he was the straight lace guy, right? He like I think he was he, like he looked like a like a gentleman right, gardener. Right, right. Um, my I, I never met any of them but i remember a stone show that i went to god it must have been 78 i mean i was like 15 uh and it was so hot at soldier field and it was like one of my big first concerts yeah and you would think i mean and i was really excited to go and then i remember okay parking sucks (laughs) if you've never been to soldier field parking sucks (laughs) i went there and then we see the and the, the stones are not the most punctual rock band out there yeah, I think that's not the case anymore. Well, then in 70, yeah. whatever. So we were waiting around and it was just so hot. And I remember by, I don't know, the seventh song, we got to beat traffic. Again. Yeah. I mean, I didn't leave because I didn't want to say that to my buddies because I would have been total buzzkill. But I remember just not really enjoying it because we we, our seats sucked and it was really hot and parking was. So I was 60 when I was 17. Yeah, yeah I think you have not changed much. I just saw the Stones last time they were in town, which was right before the pandemic. Um, Bridget and I went to see him at uh, Soldier Field, mm-hmm. and it was a great show. Was that the show that Mick Jagger made fun of Cody Parkey for? Yes, the yes. double doik. What, <laughs> what did he say? This. What, what did he say? Do you remember? I know I don't remember, but it was the, he. He made a couple of jokes uh, about Cody Parkey, which you know, just to uh, endear himself to the Chicago audience. This is about the place that you that you kick a double doink, eh? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. All right, so anyway, we uh, need to give thanks. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Did you have something you wanted yeah, to say? Yeah, before I forget, yeah. uh, one of our good friends, Dave Priest, is battling some health issues. Yes. Uh, we've known Dave for, what, 40 yeah, 40 year, years, close to 40, 40 years. years. Uh, I think he's doing better. Uh, he, and anybody he had a stroke or something? Or yeah. Um, aneurysm or something like yeah, that? And if, for all listeners in South Carolina, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, he's been the morning talk guy for, right. forever there. So we would like to send out good healing vibes okay. to Dave Priest and his family. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this show is uh, distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of The Proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. 
Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm glad this is something we can't be fired from, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Are you positive about that? Well, you got to listen. Yeah, let's see if this show is a fireable offense or if there's something in it that is. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. What do you get when you hear a celebrity minutia man interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.